Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Troll Talk Podcast. I am your host, Liz Cox, and today y'all are in for yet another treat because our guest is absolutely incredible. Liz is, and no, I'm not talking about myself in third person. (laughs) Um, Liz is our guest today, and I am going to be honest, she was not on my radar until she was um, a guest on our podcast, and now I am like a fan for life, for real. She is so wonderful. She has a heart full of gold. And the girl has walked through some life, y'all. Her cards that have been dealt to her have not been easy, but she has dealt with them with such grace. And I don't, you'll understand when you listen to this episode, you will understand. And if Liz Marie is not already on your radar, she's going to be now and you're going to love her. So if you do not know anything about Liz Marie Galvan, let me just tell you a little bit about her. She is a blogger, interior designer, former military wife, and the co-owner of a vintage home decor boutique, The Found Cottage. She is passionate about sharing her life, interests, and interior design interior design ideas on her blog, Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest every single day. Each month, hundreds of thousands of readers find design inspiration and DIY ideas at lizmarieblog.com. Liz and her veteran husband, Jose, live on an 1800s farmhouse in Michigan with their son, Copeland Bow, as well as dogs, cats, sheep, and rams. Yep, they're that cute. <laughs> Liz Marie's first book, Cozy White Cottage, A Hundred Ways to Love the Feeling of Being Home, is now on sale in, in anywhere books can be found. And if you darn it, don't already have a copy in your hands, after hearing today's podcast, you're going to want to go and buy probably 20 copies. So just thank us in advance. <laughs> Um, And before we dig into our conversation with Liz today, I want to give a huge shout out to today's podcast episode sponsor, The Smile Lab. You probably heard us talk about The Smile Lab before, but if not, The Smile Lab by White Greer and Maggard Orthodontics offers comprehensive Invisalign treatment 40% less than competitors with financing options available. That's right, people, 50% less than the others. The Smile Lab offers a five-year guarantee on your treatment. If you'd like any adjustments during that five-year period, The Smile Lab will provide the treatment at no additional cost. They're amazing. And they're so generous because they are offering a 10% off discount to their your entire comprehensive Invisalign treatment to our listeners. If you mention Twirl Talk at your visit or assessment, you get, again, 10% off your entire comprehensive treatment. So don't delay. If you're local to Lexington, go visit them out at the Summit at Fritz Farm or go to thesmilelab.com to see lots of other locations throughout the state. So without further ado, get your heart ready to listen to this conversation with my new dear friend, Liz Marie. All right, friends, we have a new friend on the podcast today. We have Liz Marie Galvin, which probably some of you, if you are lovers of Chip and Joanna and all things interior design. Liz is probably on your radar. Um, but if not, today's a really fun day and you get to know her alongside me. Um, so Liz, tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, where you're from, just kind of a little glimpse into what, who you are and what your life is. Yeah. So, um, 
I'm Liz Marie, and I blog daily at lizmarieblog.com. I started my blog uh, when my husband was deployed. He was in the Marine Corps, and I was always doing something creative and painting furniture. And one day, my friend was like, you should start a blog. So I've been blogging since 2009, um, and it's since become my full-time job um, alongside my husband. Um, he's gotten out of the Marine Corps. We moved to Michigan. We now live on a little eight-acre farm in Michigan uh, where we have sheep, bees, um, dogs, and a whole lot of cats. And um, we, this year, we adopted um, a son named Copeland Bo, and he is the light of our life. And um, I have most recently wrote a book um, called Cozy White Cottage. So along in there as well, we do own a store um, called The Found Cottage here in West Michigan. Um, so we're always busy with something. So, oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love it. That's amazing. All the things. Just yeah. all the things. Yeah. I love it. Well, I'm excited to talk about literally all the things with you today. I'm like, Sounds good. I know. I, I, I have a lot things. to talk about. Yes. Okay. And I love it. I love it. When – Yes. I'm like, when I, when you got on my radar, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to, one, I want to be her friend. And two, I feel so excited to talk to her about all the things. Well, excited to be a new friend as of today. So (laughs) yes. Well, um, one of the things I'm really excited to talk to you about, because a lot of our listeners are in that new season of either they're engaged. So they're like starting to create a home with someone else if they aren't already, or they're newlyweds. And they're like, oh my gosh, we are living together in a home now. And I had my things, you had your things, and now we're creating a home together. But what I love about your book when you share about the the heart behind what you wrote, at one point you said, adding comfort and warmth helps people create a sanctuary to gather in, live in, and love in. It's the best feeling to have a cozy corner of the world that people long to come home to. I'm like, I just want that like plastered on my wall somewhere. <laughs> make that into a sign. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I love that. So tell tell me, along with our listeners, kind of some of your favorite advice or encouragement when it comes to doing just like creating that kind of home with their loved one now, now that they're having a shared home? Yeah, I think it's really great. And um, we've been married 12 years now. So I feel like we have a lot of experience in the whole sharing your home and decor styles and things Mm -hmm. like that. Um, Everyone's a little different, but I think Mm -hmm. um, in every case, having that open conversation of what the other person finds cozy. Mm. Um, I think that's a really fun question to ask. And I didn't ask Jose that, and I wish I could go back and do that. Mm -hmm. We've since revealed what we both find cozy um, (laughs) over time and trial and error. But I think as a newlywed or even before you get married or move in with someone, asking what they find cozy can be a really cool little marriage icebreaker and make the transition to moving together easier. Mm -hmm. Um, I think for me at least, um, and we were talking about this earlier in a jokingly way, Mm -hmm. I think the first year of marriage was like our roughest because we're finding out how to live together. And just, we were very young as well. So I think if you get married, not when you're a teenager, like I was at 19, (laughs) I think it would be easier. Um, but I think that is one of those important questions, what the other person finds cozy, because if they come home every day to a home, they don't find cozy that can lead to fights or arguments or just that person not feeling comfortable in their own home. So I think that's a great thing to just open that up in a conversation. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, 
Yes. That, yeah. And it, and it could be something as simple as that, you know, yep. just saying that question of what feels cozy to you. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe know. they don't, um, and, and sometimes it's hard um, for one party to open up about what feels cozy. That can be kind of a random question, but right. even just like little bits of info, like um, their mom always um, had a certain candle burning or um, they like a certain kind of couch because it reminds them of their grandmas. That yeah. can be a really cool thing to learn about your yeah. better half. Seriously. That's yeah. fun. What, what is cozy for you? So a cozy for me um, and Jose, we've learned over the years is a lot of different things, uh-huh. but cozy to me is just my five senses being at peace at once. So mm-hmm. the smell, the sound and everything just being at peace at once uh-huh. um, from little things like when you think of sound, that can be one thing you don't think of when making a yeah. space cozy. Um, but for me, it's like even like our dishwasher is going right now. Just like knowing the dishes are clean and hearing that dishwasher going can instantly be cozy down to having like a little music playing or, um, for me too. Um, my mom worked at a clock factory. She actually still does. So all of our family from my grandparents to my parents always had clocks and hearing clocks is really cozy to me, like Mm -hmm. the chimes or, um, things like that. But all of my senses being at peace at once is really cozy. Huh. I love that. I don't think I've ever thought about it like that, that that is what creates peace and kind of this yeah. tranquility in your soul is like, oh, all five of my senses are happy right now. Yeah. Yeah. The touch and the but taste yes. and everything just being content at once. Oh, I just feel like I had a therapy session with yeah. you. We just got started. This is great. New friends. Right? Quick. Quick. Yeah. Friend. I love it. Oh man. That's so Man, that's so good. That's so good. Well, I would love, and we've kind of touched on this a little bit already about you and Jose. I would love to talk about your marriage for a little bit because yeah, I, for I sure. mean, you all. I mean, not that deployment is something that a lot of people don't, you know, experience, but it is. I mean, it is a very unique thing, and you all have you all have walked through some life together. Um, we have, we have for sure. From everything from deployment to some miscarriages, well, quite a few, which, oh, when I like read that part of her story, I was like, oh my gosh, I just like yeah. want to hug you. I want to hug you through the screen um, to adoption. It's like all of these things. What has it been for you all that's carried you through all of this? And what are you, I'm sure that you all will have had to be such steady ground for each other in the midst of all of that rockiness and uncertainty and all that. So kind of just talk to me about what all of this walking through all these things has meant and looked like for your marriage. Yeah, I think from the beginning, um, knowing that we were going to be newlyweds um, in the military life, um, I was very young, so I don't think we could have grasped what that looked like. And I'm glad that we didn't because we might have been scared to (laughs) jump into that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But um, from the beginning, Jose would leave at seven months at a time um, overseas. Things were really rocky, so he would leave a lot. Um, and I think right from the beginning, I'm very thankful we did this and I don't know if it was a conscious thing, but Mm -hmm. we really came together, um, to be each other's strength. And I think when some people say in hard times, um, it can either like make or break you. Mm -hmm. Um, I think just like the underlying factor is just 
communication and being there for each other. I think some people maybe um, close down and they don't talk and that's what's going to break you. I think coming together in those hard times um, on deployments, keeping Mm -hmm. those communication lines as open as possible. Um, I can't tell you how much money we spent on, um, like they had these little phone cards we had to buy. And um, it was just insane amounts of money, but that's what was important to us is just that daily communication when we could, when things were okay. Um, We did go through a lot of times, like weeks of not being able to talk to each other, things like that. But just when we could, we both made that important. Um, And then later on, when we started to try and grow our family, Mm -hmm. um, we finally, after a year of trying, we got pregnant, which was really exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, And then shortly after we miscarried our first baby, um, and we went on to have nine miscarriages. And Mm -hmm. if we had not communicated with each other, um, which we had a lot of practice with, with the deployments, <laughs> Yeah, that could have totally been different for our marriage, but it actually strengthened it. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes it's weird to say that I'm thankful for our miscarriages or for hard times. Mm-hmm. And I mean it only in the fact that it made our marriage more um, beautiful and complex yeah. and strengthened. Um, yeah. So those hard times can really be good for your marriage in mm-hmm. this weird way. And that's a way to look at it. Um, but yeah, so, um, after that going through adoption, um, I don't think a lot of people talk about how it's so hard for the birth mom and all, all parties involved, but it is really hard for, um, the adoptive parents as well. It's a really hard journey and it doesn't stop when everything's finalized. It goes on (laughs) for, you know, how many years, um, you know, after that. So very, um, to look at those situations, they can be hard, but to really like lean on each other mm-hmm. is really important. Mm-hmm. That's man. That's amazing. And how did you guys, how did you guys meet? I always so, love those stories. Yeah. So this is actually really funny. Um, we, I think I was 16. He was a year ahead of me and uh-huh. I, my friend and I were going to youth group that night and, um, it was when AIM was a thing, like instant messenger. Yes. 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 So she was getting ready in the bathroom and I was on her AIM, like logged in as her Uh while she got ready. And one of our mutual friends, um, between her and I, um, I end her and uh-huh. I was like, what are you guys doing tonight? And I, I am back and said, um, we're going to youth group. And he was like, you should skip and come over. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I, oh, I was, I was sometimes a little rebel. Um, he said, wow. my friend Josie and I are here. And I was like, Oh, he got a new girlfriend. Like, let's go meet her. <laughs> so we, we go over to his house and I walk downstairs and I see this handsome boy named Jose and I had never (laughs) met a Jose before. So I'm thinking it's Josie. Um, There's this handsome boy downstairs and, um, ever, it was ever since that day, it was such an instant thing. Wow. When people talk about, um, like love at first sight or something, it is so weird. However, since that day, I never looked at it that way, but it was always him. It was was. like this instant thing. So, yeah, we were just really good friends. And then um, he um, went off to be in the military when I was a senior in high school and I wrote him every single day. And here we are 12 years later. Here we are. (laughs) So, yeah. Man, the Lord had a story for y'all. That is 
Gosh, I think he's forgiven me for um, skipping youth group that night. <laughs> but, it's like, I'll have mercy on you. Yeah, okay. yeah. So you're meeting your future husband. It's fine. Yeah. We'll let this one slide. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah, I love that. Well, something I love about about you two and so much of the heart of the book is creating hospitality and coziness for for you and your family, but also the people in your life. And I think something that's so cool is, you know, you have walked through so many different seasons of life already, whether that be, you know, when, when Jose was deployed, when newlyweds, all of these things, um, parenthood, seasons of grief, it's just, you name it. You're like, yep, tick the box, like, (laughs) check, check, check. Um, But what has hospitality looked like for you all throughout these different seasons of your life, Um, whether that is giving hospitality or receiving hospitality. Cause I think there, there is this unique balance in the two. Um, and if, at least for me, like receiving hospitality is not as easy as giving it <laughs> all the time. And I'm the opposite. Are you? I yes, love that. I I'm the exact that. opposite. And I was just going to say that, um, going through these hard times has taught me that I, that is not my gift at giving hospitality. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has taught me that I, I want to strengthen that. Um, so that. it's very weird when um, people would reach out or um, we joined a small group and they mm-hmm. would welcome a, us into their home. It really opened my eyes to go, that is something that I am not great at, that I want to be better at. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just not a gift that I have. Um, but I am really trying to work on that. And that's what those hard times taught me is that wow. that is something that I want to give more of. And actually we moved to this farm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's been three years now. And I really have always dreamed of using our farm as um, starting a women's Bible study or opening yeah. it up to small groups and things like that. And one day um, I'm in a garden club with some of my friends. Oh, and my one day I was saying that to one of my really good friends mm-hmm. um, into the in the garden club. And she, and I said, but the house isn't ready yet. It's, it's a total mess. Mm -hmm. And she looked me right in the eye and said, I think you're just using that as an excuse. Mm. No one's going to care um, if your house is finished. And right there I was convicted. I was like, there I am making excuses again for not using our home as hospitality. So I've really been trying to be better at that. Mm -hmm. Um, and really realizing that, um, no one, really cares if your house is finished. They probably actually feel more relaxed when your house is imperfect. So um, that's been, um, she convicted me and I, right then and there, I was like, yep, you're, you're right. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Done, done. done. That's so good. But that in itself, I feel like for me to hear you say, I I don't know. That's just really cool. Like I, are you an Enneagram person at all? Yes, I just okay. did, I just did last week, and so it has happy. changed my life. Yes. Right? Yes. 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 So, so I'm a, I'm a four. Um, okay. Yeah. This it okay. This makes sense. So I'm a two. So I swing to a four when I'm healthy, um, which makes sense why we get along so well. But yeah, yeah. Same. So like a two, it's like I don't take help well, but I'm like happy to give it all day long, like to the point that it's not always healthy. So it's, you know, it's one of those things like I've watched how hospitality can become almost dangerous territory for me when I don't do it 
with the healthy mindset. Yep. Or get same thing. Like, oh, my house is a mess. Like, oh, I can't like whatever. But it's like all those times that I pressed against that and said like, no, I'm going to let people in my home and like be here with me or them, let them have a safe space to be. It doesn't have to be pretty. Like it just has to, you just have to be present. Yeah. And learning that that is, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that presence. No. And that's what I wrote about. So when I wrote the book, I was actually in the darkest year of my life. When I turned 30, um, I had just miscarried our last baby. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't think that we're ever going to be able to grow our family. I didn't realize what a dark time I was in until I got out of it. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was horrible. And when I wrote this, um, I, I think it was meant to be that I wrote something about being cozy in my darkest time because Mm -hmm. I talked a lot about that, about um, our house was a complete disaster. We had holes in the floor to the basement, Mm -hmm. creating small places around a hole in your floor for a friend to come over and gather in was one of the best things I could ever do because I needed that. I needed um, people to lean on um, and so did Jose other than each other um, because times were so dark. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's why I think writing the book about being cozy in my darkest time was um, kind of meant to be. Yeah, totally. And isn't, I mean, isn't that like such the unique piece of like community and just God made us to be relational beings and it's, we get so in our heads about, well, things have to look this certain way or the situation has to be calm and smooth and no bumps in the road, no holes to the basement. You know? know. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like the richest relationships I have in my life have totally been rooted out of those kinds of seasons of just this, like, I didn't even know how dark it was that's the truth. And, you know, some of my best friends I met while Jose was deployed and I was not my best self. I Mm -hmm. can say, Oh, we leaned on each other. It was great. I still was looking back. I was not my best self. Mm -hmm. And that's where some of my like best friends came from. I met them during that time. And it's like, how could you have loved me? How could you? (laughs) And, you know, and I think that's just it. I think revealing our messes to people, Mm -hmm. um, is important. I think, Um, and I think that way online and on the blog too, I started sharing our miscarriages and things like that. And I was so scared about that. I was like, wow, this is revealing like, like one of like the most vulnerable things about me, because I also don't do good when people like feel bad for me. Like I don't, I do not like that. So, um, revealing that is people are automatically going to write, I'm so sorry, or think they're going to feel bad. Um, but I think that was important because it was, it made people not feel alone exactly. and it's, it showed, um, I'm a real person. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. And it's like, even if you can create those, cause I, f- I feel like, am I going to say this right? Synonym. That means like same word, right? I should know this, <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah. synonym for cozy is safe, you know? Yeah. And so like, how do we create those safe spaces? for people on the internet or in our homes to say like you can be completely yourself like darkness and all and like yeah yeah you can be yourself here and that's funny that you say that too is part of my darkest year was um we had moved from um another house that we were in and I don't think people think 
of this at all when they think cozy, but that feeling of safety is a gift to have. And when we moved from our last house, we actually um, were just dealing with a peeping Tom. And that's something that no one ever talks about. Um, and that had happened to us mm-hmm. and it ended up being one of our neighbors across the street. Um, oh. he was caught by the police. It was honestly like straight out of a movie so and terrifying. it was horrible. And I had that gift of safety taken away yeah. from me. I uh. no longer felt safe anywhere. You cannot feel cozy when you don't feel safe. No. And so this year I actually started talking about more like getting an alarm system yeah. and things like that. That's that's something that's really important. Like knowing that your family is safe in your home mm-hmm. is the epitome. One of the hugest, biggest pillars yeah. <laughs> of coziness is safety. Yeah. Totally. And, yeah. and in every spectrum, like physically yeah. safe, spiritually safe, emotionally, yes. like all of these things. Yep. Mm, man, that's so good. But it is. But like when you can enter into that and be like, oh, I feel safe. I feel cozy. Yeah. I feel seen, heard, known, loved here. Yep. I mean, I mean, what freedom, like what a gift. Yeah, exactly. I love that. I love I just it. feel cozy, like talking about that. I, like it right? felt cozier. Yeah. I love the same. Yeah. Like, I could talk about this all yeah. day long. It felt like a hug. Right. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I can't do it in real life. So yeah. this, is, this is as close as we get. Yeah. Oh man. I love that. Well, I want to know, just because I'm, I'm so intrigued. Um, what did it look like for you to kind of receive that kind of, I, I just think, community and creating those spaces for people, especially early in marriage, um, is so crucial. It's so crucial for, I don't want to say happy marriages, not that your marriage like is dependent on yeah, you know, whatever, but what did that, so, I mean, you said you were like, I, I received hospitality. Well, I didn't give yeah. it. What did that look like for you? Um, Cause to me, that's like a foreign concept. I'm like, teach me how to receive that. <laughs> yeah. Especially in such, such crazy seasons for you. Yeah. So I think my, when you say the word hospitality, I instantly think of this group of people in my life. Um, we were going to church, mm-hmm. um, but we weren't, we've never really been those people. Um, I'm a four and Jose's a five, if that makes uh-huh. any sense. So yeah. we're actually really not great at reaching out. Uh-huh. Um, we're, we're really good when people reach out to us. It's, uh-huh. um, we're the friends that are found. We don't find friends. <laughs> I love and it. And so, yeah, we're both very much like homebodies and introverted. <laughs> yeah. um, so I, we were at church. We were not very active in the church unless we were asked to do something and then we're more yeah. than willing to jump in. Um, but we, this woman ran up to me and like was just kind of crazy. And she was like, please join our small group. And I was like, Oh, like it was just really like, but that she just had this gift of hospitality and ever, this was in North Carolina when we lived there. So we no longer are near this group, um, which is devastating, but they opened their homes and their lives to us in a way that I had never had before. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm still searching for that here or hoping that someone finds me actually (laughs) um, here to have that. But when I think of hospitality, Um, I think of them and I think of, I needed a group of people to talk to. And I knew in my heart, I think that I needed that. Um, So I'm very good. I'm trying to say this the right way. I'm not good at wanting to open up right away. I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe we'll join. But Uh once I'm there, 
I realize how needed it is. And Mm -hmm. then I'm willing to just be like, I need this and I accept it. Yeah. Um, So if that makes any sense. No, that's so good. I love that. And I think that what so many people can hear from that is like either be the person to ask, you know, if that's your gift, ask, ask, like, even if it feels like someone that is maybe really intimidating or would never say yes, like still just ask. So like woman that came up to me could not, we cannot be more opposite. And looking back, I'm like, that would have been really scary to come up to someone that, I mean, she knew nothing about my world. She Uh was um, a doctor and I was just like this interior designer, um, like artsy, weird girl um, who (laughs) blogged her life on the internet. You know what I mean? Total opposites. And she, it was her gift. And I don't know if she felt called to do it or what made her do it, but I'm so thankful that she did and she changed my life. So if that's your gift... I'm, I'm literally calling everyone. Um, cause it, it will, yeah, it will never, um, it might like eventually maybe one day be my gift, but, um, a lot of practice. So if yeah. that's your gift, reach out for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I would say for the people that are like you, that is like, that is not, that is not me. That is not my comfort zone to still like, if the question is asked to, to say yes, yes. You know? Cause yeah. your life. Yes, it can change your life and really um, show you how you need community. Mm -hmm. And I'm so thankful that I said yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh To get, to get to experience like, I don't, coziness for your soul, you know? (laughs) It is knowing that, um, and I know this is just talking about small groups, but it's just because that's my experience and that's what I think of. But knowing that once a week I was meeting with these Mm -hmm. people who were all different. Um, We were the only couple that didn't have kids at the time. Mm -hmm. um, And we could still all relate together. Um, and knowing I had that once a week to like, let go and pray for each other, um, and pray around each other and hug and eat together, knowing that I had that day of the week was so important for me. Um, and usually I'm, I'm this, I don't know if this is another four thing, but I'm really (laughs) selfish with my time. Um, and I'm trying to be better at that. Um, and so knowing I, I gave up. I'm putting this in air quotes. I gave up my time, <laughs> but it was actually such a gift to me. Um, so if you're also selfish with your time and um, you are really like bad at breaking your routines, yeah. um, just do it. It's so worth it. Yeah. yeah. For the things that matter, like yes. that you can tell like long-term, yep. this is going to be really good. Yep. This exactly. Really good. Uh, well, I'll be praying you find that in the Thank you. Yeah, we, um, I'm waiting for my um, person to run up to me in church. <laughs> you, your sweet doctor. Yes, friend. yes, <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's sweet. Mm, yes. That's, I mean, it's everything though. It really is. It is. Outside of like your family and yes. your own heart, but. Yeah, um, yep. I think we first need to lean on each other, but then as a family, I think it's important to lean on others as well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. I love that so much. Um, man, I could like talk to you about a hundred other things. This Same. has been so fun. So yes. fun. Same. Um, but we asked this of every guest we have on the podcast. Our mantra here at twirl is she twirled through life with a heart full of joy. What for you, Liz is the foundation of your joy. I think we were, you know, we were talking about this, um, actually a couple weeks ago. Um, 
and I think we were putting it in a different word other uh -huh. than joy. Yeah. But I think if, as a person, I think obviously my, my first layer is always leaning on God. Yeah. Um, and that is a source of joy. Totally. But I think for me, um, knowing that my family is happy mm -hmm. and cozy um, yeah. is the source of my joy. Seeing them happy and content mm -hmm. is just the biggest joy in life and honestly the biggest gift. Yeah. I, I strive daily um, to make that happen. Mm -hmm. And so I think that is a huge source of joy for me. Yeah. Well, and for, for you too, in your story, like a family you have fought so hard for. Exactly. You know, yeah. All the more. It's yep. just like, mm. that's, that's the light right there is to see and to see cope, um, that his whole story and just like seeing him happy is just, it's everything. Uh, he is so cute. He's by so the way. Cute. <laughs> he is. He's a ham. He like, is just, so yeah, he's a uh, huge light. And looking at his face, I, I instantly go, why did I ever worry about growing our family? Like God had this plan and that looking at his face teaches me that we don't need to worry about anything because mm -hmm. God has a plan and, um, he's, he's taking care of things even when you don't see it. Oh man, I could cry. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, literally there are like tears in my eyeballs. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. Well, and it just like knowing, knowing this, your story and how it shaped what you all are doing with your lives now, it's like, it all, not that you ever wish hard things on people, but it's like, you're the people you are today and your family is what it is today because of all of these things, you know, it's yeah. like you got, you got to write a book about creating cozy spaces because you've learned through so many different seasons of life, the importance of having those. Yeah. I would have never in a million years thought I would do that, but um, it's another time where this is a weird thing again to say, I'm like, I'm thankful for the hard yeah. times because yeah. um, so many good things have come out of that. Mm -hmm. um, and so if anyone listening is going through a hard time, I promise that there is a light at mm -hmm. the end of that tunnel and it's worth the hard times. Mm -hmm. It's worth um, traveling through those hard times with grace Mm -hmm. find the joy and the grace in those hard times while you're going through them. Um, don't let them consume you because at the other side, it, you're going to be so thankful that you traveled through that with grace um, because it's good. Mm, now I'm really crying. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, preach girl. Keep it's going. good. I know I could for hours. I, um, I really could. Well, tell our listeners where they can follow along with you if they aren't already. <laughs> Best ways to keep up with the fabulous Liz. Yeah. Well, I, thank you. I, I'm so obsessed with you now. I well, just thank you. you. I'm glad we found each other. Um, <laughs> I blog daily at lizmarieblog.com and I'm on Instagram at lizmariegalvan. Um, you can find me there. Um, I'm constantly pinning. You can also find me under lizmarieblog um, on Pinterest and on Facebook under lizmarieblog as well. So fun. So yeah. fun. I am so excited for people to hear this conversation. I feel like it's just really life-giving. Same, same. I am very thankful for this today. Oh, thanks. I am very thankful too. Sometimes I get really nervous about um, being on podcasts or talking in front <laughs> yeah. of people, but it always ends up being like this like beautiful thing that I needed. So I'm very thankful for this. Same. Yeah. Ditto. Yep. Right back at you. Oh, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> same. <laughs>
How awesome is she, guys? I, I told you, the hype was real. <laughs> I could not love her more. I am so deeply grateful for this conversation. I think that no matter what season of life you're in, this is such a valuable conversation to listen to, to share with your friends, and like live out in your own life. Everything we talked about from how to create a cozy home to how to be intentional with your community. I just think if we all lived in those kind of spaces in our lives, we would be more joyful people because of it. So thank you, Liz Marie, so much for taking the time to have that conversation with me. Guys, go get her book. Go get her book. It's going to be amazing. We're going to be giving one away um, later this month. So if you're not following us on Instagram, follow us at Troll Talk Podcast so you do not miss that giveaway um, along with some other cool things. But definitely a copy of the book will be included. So And while you're on your phone, if you want, (laughs) we would greatly appreciate if you would go into the Apple Podcasts app and leave a five-star rating and a kind review if you loved today's conversation. Tell us in the review what you loved or something you're taking away. And yeah, those five stars, guys, they mean the world to us. And we would be so grateful if you would leave some love. If you want to follow along with us on Instagram, we're at twirlex and at twirltalkpodcast. And you can visit us on online at twirlboutique.com. And guys, one more big shout out to the Smile Lab for being today's sponsor. Don't forget and mention Twirl Talk to get 10% off your entire comprehensive Invisalign treatment for them. They are amazing. They will give you a confident smile that will last you the rest of your life. Guys, we love you. We are so grateful for you and we hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Whatever you've got on your plate, we hope you can find joy in the midst of it all. You're awesome. We'll talk to you soon.